Welcome to episode number 110 of Hearthcrash, recorded for you on Saturday, March 10th, 2012. And of course, made possible by the excellent people at RiptideSoftware.com. This is Root, and we are your podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. And this is Freckleface, and today we're going to talk about five quirky things to explore in WoW. Also in this episode, we've got some whispers. A little bit of an auction house tip. We may try a little something on the fly here, but we'll see. Uh, we do have the return of the insights with Demonic Rick, a corner of Carnage, and kind of, sort of, hot seat thing? Maybe. Kind of? Okay. We'll talk about that when we get up to that part. Maybe of a warm show. seat. I don't know what it is. It's it's a seat of a sorts. Tepid a tepid seat? A tepid seat. A lukewarm seat? A luke... I don't know. It's <laughs> just getting kind of weird now. All right. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. HearthCast Season 4 is proudly sponsored by Riptide Cloud. That's custom Salesforce programming, management, and training. ReduceTheLag.com. You can drop your latency by up to 50%. All you need to do is visit ReduceTheLag.com today or just listen because we're giving away free Reduce the Lag accounts every month. And, of course, System.com. That's remote infrastructure management. And, of course, the IMG International Mastermind Group. Got to be careful how you say that. Uh, just get a hold of them and let Mike know that we sent you over there. As always, want to give a shout out to our guildmates that's over on the Horderlies and the Deathwing server. And much hind love to them. Um, Facebook, all of our likes on Facebook. Hind and likes us on Facebook. Followers on Twitter. He follows us on. I don't know. He does. I don't think they have Twitter up in Canada. Well, yeah, they do because Richard always twitters us. So they do. So there. Hey, Freckleface. Hey, what's up? What's up with you this week in the world of Warcraft? Okay, last time we recorded, we were going to do the Real ID raid that night. Yeah. Was it that long ago? It's yeah. like a time warp for me. That's true. We were. Yeah. Go ahead. I know. We record on a different day last week yeah, and now on a different day this week, and oh, it's just all out of whack. Yeah. In, yeah. in, um, in Paraguay, it's called a quilombo. What does that mean? Quilombo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all out of whack. All out of whack. Quilombo. Quilombo. There you go. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. You know some Guarani now. Guarani? Yeah. It's they an don't Indian speak dialect. Spanish? They oh. do. It's an Indian dialect. It's like the indigenous. Indian dialect of Spanish? It's an indigenous dialect. Oh. Quilogo? What? What did I say? <laughs> Quilombo. Quilombo. Yeah, careful that. Already. Yeah, you did. But you already know another word in Guarani. I do? Yeah. What's that? Piranha. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it means ugly or mean fish. Mm. Yeah, there you go. I know how to say cake in Japanese. Cake? Kiki. Yeah. <laughs> You can see you can say another word in Guarani. What? Cookie. Really? Yeah, it's kookie. Okay. No, kookie. Kookie. Yeah, just pronounce every vowel. Huh. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Ah. You're a champ. Awesome. Awesome. All right, move down there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can get fish and cookies, and everything's going to be a mess. But you're good to go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so okay, we're we're okay. gonna we're gonna raid. We're gonna raid we're gonna with ra- uh, with the Rick. Yeah, yes, we did. I, I set this up on um, you Facebook. Did. On I Facebook. Did. On the Facebook. It almost didn't happen because Meow the Snake decided he wanted to go out for his birthday. Psh. Yeah, what's up with that? What's up with that? I know, right? Birthday should not be spent birthday. out of the house. No. No. On WoW. Yeah, no, we tease, but um, <laughs> <You> yeah, tease. <laughs> tease. without him, we only had one healer. 
And in that time span that we were just kind of sitting around twiddling our thumbs, trying to find a healer. I was texting him, steady, text. steadily texting him. I'd be like, dude. If, yeah, eventually you wore him down because he finally came home. And then <laughs> I think started he was already home. Late. I think he was already home. I don't know. I forget. Well. But without him. Without him, we couldn't do it. But, yeah. we, but we did it once he got And then home. we got the title. We got the title. Kingslayer. Yeah, Kingslayer. Um I got to watch a cinematic, and everyone's picking on me for watching the cinematic. They said, <laughs> you can watch you it You can anytime. watch it anytime. It doesn't matter. Dollar, that is not the same. If I'm watching Miller Dollar, and I'm watching what somebody else did. If I'm watching it there, uh, I am in the moment. I am celebrating my victory. And I can hear you guys in the headphones. <laughs> we're like, where the fuck am I? Why is you watching a cinematic? You watch it anytime in Dollar Yeah, it was funny. They can shut up. They can't <laughs> tell you to shut up without. <laughs> without, without breaking your own yeah. moment. <laughs> That's that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Um, no, it's, that it's, was fun. It was fun. That was a cool fight, too. Yeah. Except Richard gave it, it away. really fast. He gave yeah. it away. Yeah, he did. Because apparently, well, I'm not going to give it away, but he gave something away. Yeah. Yeah. So if you haven't done a Lich King fight, Lich King fight don't did. talk to Demonic Rick because he'll give, yeah. Yeah. He'll give it away. Mm-hmm. Like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know, it's funny, too, is um, after the gunship battle. Yeah. After it was That over, was weird, wasn't it? Yeah. I jumped on the enemy ship. Right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> because you're so used to being on the Alliance ship, yeah. it's your first time being no, on the wrong I, ship. I, I did it on purpose. I did, oh, I did okay. it at the end of the fight and like jumped at the end. Just well, you mentioned that earlier on. You're like, hey, we're on the Horde side. <laughs> we- yeah, it was, weird. it was like mirrored. Yeah, because we'd always yeah. done that on the Alliance side. So okay. that was kind of cool. But what I'm saying is that yeah, you, you, at the end you fly of the fight, away, you drive off at the end into the, the sunset. Fight, I'm sorry. At the end of the fight, the other team is supposed to like fly off because their ship is broken. Right. So I jumped off to see where I would go, and it just kind of floated off in the distance and then stopped. Well, it's broken. It can't go anymore. But, but it didn't disappear or fall down or do, or it did not put me back. It didn't do anything. I know. We had to summon it. just sat in the middle of nowhere. Then it didn't work. Yeah, no. Did it? No. Then I had to jump off the and die. boat and die. <laughs> so don't fall the shit back. No, don't. Stay no. stay with your group. Yeah. Rating 101. Stay with your group. Do <laughs> you have your rating buddy? <laughs> Hold hands. Hold hands with your rating buddy. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's that. Yeah. I really had fun. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. I felt a sense of accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. need to do it again with other raids. I want to do Karazhan. That'd be fun. And 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 you had your Lich King cup with you. I did. Yeah. Yeah. And you had a celebratory glass of. I believe it was Diet Ginger Ale. Diet Ginger Ale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we got time. We've been drinking out of those cups like every day. <laughs> Mine are then. still stacked. I don't even. I'm still missing the one. It's still stacked upstairs by my um, desk. You should check at RiptideSoftware.com. Mm. Last time we went there, they had regular cups out. So I didn't talk to anybody though. Oh, too bad. So sad. Yeah. So what's been on with you? Uh, well, you know, we did the Lich King thing, and uh, yeah. and oh, oh yeah, and then um um, what was it? Oh yeah. <laughs> We downed Deathwing last night. <gasps> nice. Regular I'm, mode? Yeah, normal mode. Normal mode. And so now I've got oh, yeah, I've got my Destroyer's End title. Destroyer's End? I don't know you get a title you for that. get a title for normal mode? What? Yes. And what? and then I got my my epic 410 level staff, which is <gasps> not a, which is not about, you know, not about the gear. And then I was like le- about to leave. Mm-hmm. And I, I get this message from, from I guess, a GM or whatever, right? And the guy's like, hey, can you do me a favor and call? What? Yeah. So I'm like, um, that's really weird. So so I call, and it's like, hey, hey Root, this is, uh, is Deathwing. And uh, look, now that I'm dead, um, 
I was wondering if you had any openings in horror leagues, because I do pretty good DPS. And uh, so I was just, you know, wondering, because Thrallin didn't have nothing to do with me. And, uh, you know, anybody else, the aspects, not really much. Uh, so, yeah, I was wondering, you know, maybe like a backup DPS or something. Maybe anything you got, maybe, you know, put a good word with me with uh, it, something like that. I don't know, man, which hooked me up. And I was like, dude, you're dead. Forget about it. So Wait, what would he even want to do? Like, fight himself? I don't know. He's going to help us out, you know? Well, the, well, he doesn't. Well, I was like, dude, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Because you, you can't fight yourself. He's like, okay, okay really? Um, I hate pandas. And that was all cool. You know? <laughs> I hate pandas. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we actually we got through it last night. Um, in retrospect, I haven't come back and looked at the logs yet for the second fight. But it's got to be higher DPS. Um, yeah, the 10% nerf probably helped. A little, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, but, um, I mean some targeting macros because you remember I was having some issues targeting the tendon, uh, and targeting the elementium bolt and just, just different things I was having. I wasn't switching targets fast enough for my own liking. So I wrote some macros last, you know, not last night, right before I'm like, all right, let me get this. Cause of course, two weeks ago we recorded early because I was down on the Florida Keys on a, like a survival weekend. <laughs> did you have to sleep outside? Oh, we did not have to sleep outside. That's good. I was scared to death we were going to sleep outside. I, um, We did have a physical challenge type thing where, mm-hmm. okay, our CEO's uh, girlfriend is a personal trainer, a very high-end personal trainer, okay. like CrossFit type stuff, and she about killed us. Well, oh. see, I about killed myself. Actually. I have a very competitive nature despite every you know everything else. And when I get into physical competitions, I may not be, you know, when people look at me, they look at me like, oh, yeah, whatever, he's out of shape. Um, I got a lot in the, in the tank, so to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in the show. Um, wow, I did that to myself. Anyhow, um, so we had to, there were four stations, right? We had to do this workout. There's four stations at this workout, four different workout stations on the circuit. And... In the, I think it was 40 seconds per per station and then 10 second break to go between the two stations or the next station. And so the first one's it just like, it is like a push up, and while you're, but your hands are on these 25 pound dumbbells. Oh. And you do a push up, and then while you're in plank position, mm. you lift one arm up with the 25 pound, put it back down, lift the other arm, put it back down, uh. and then do a jump up. Oh. Now, here's where I tell everybody who don't, who don't, man, English 101. Here's where I tell everybody who doesn't know I've had uh, about 11 knee surgeries. I got a really bad knee. Yeah. So I'm like doing jump up and I'm just killing myself. Um, the next station was a cruncher station with an 18-pound sandbag mm. that you had to either put over your head or on your chest, either one. Uh, the third station was an inverted push-up. It kind of looks like a walker. <laughs> and you kind of lie with your back into the walker, mm. or back on the ground rather. You put your hands up into the walker thing and you lift yourself up off the ground. So you are you are in a inverted plank position and you do... Kind of okay. like, yeah, uh-huh. you're doing reverse stuff. And then the last station was um, we're on an exercise ball, like a Pilates ball type uh-huh. thing. And you had an eight-pound ball in your hand, and you're doing, like, reverse hatchet throws, like, over your head. And So my tactic was I was in a second group. We went in two groups. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't difficult to pick out who was making who, – who had the most reps. All you had to do was have the most reps total. Okay. And so I'm listening for, okay, how many reps is the is the main thing? Okay, everybody's averaging six on this one. Everyone's averaging, you know, 12 on the, whatever they were mm. averaging. So I know I just needed one more. Mm. 
And so I wasn't trying to max myself out. I was just trying to do one more than everybody else. Okay. And so at every station, I, KFE was down there with us. Mm-hmm. I'd ask KFE what uh, our director of IT, because he and I were going against each other and everybody else. So I would say, you know, what did, we call him Kahuna, by the way. And so I'd say, mm-hmm. what did Kahuna do? And he'd be like, he did six. So I would do seven, and then I would okay. stop. Ah. And I'd have more than 10 seconds between stations to recuperate. Mm. <laughs> you know? However, you have to do this four times. It's not just one, two, three, four, you're done. Mm-hmm. It's four times around. Oh. I'm on the fourth one when we're starting the circuit on the fourth one. And it's mm-hmm. like you don't stop. You just keep go, 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 go. I'm starting to see stars. Oh. Yeah, not good, right? So mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm, I let them know. I might pass out. Mm-hmm. And then I see our CEO, who we call Fish. Fish goes and grabs a white towel, hands it to KFE. Mm-hmm. And tells KFE, you're like his corner man. You can throw it in. It's like Rocky. You can throw in the towel. <laughs> I look at KFE. I go, if you throw that towel in, I will fire you. And Fish <laughs> is like, oh, he can do that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I'm like, do not throw that thing in. I'm just, I'm just letting you guys know I'm, I may pass out. Mm-hmm. So we're going. We're going. I'm getting up. It is hard now for me to get one more than the last guy got. Okay. But I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, at the very last station, which for me was the inverted pull-up station. I am like, literally, the world is closing in. I'm starting to get a, re- a really weird hum in the back of my ears. Hmm. Uh, the tunnel vision, like everything's closing down on me. Uh-huh. And I'm letting them know. I said, I may fall. I may pass out. This may be it. You know, I'm, uh-huh. I might be waking up with a flashlight in my face. You know? <laughs> uh, but I don't. I, I, I get the one last, one more, and I think it was like seven I had to do. It wasn't a big number because the other guy was put- putzing out too. You know, mm-hmm. Everybody does. Your numbers always go down. And so I get the last one in. I get the one more in, and I kind of had. I'm. It is a challenge for me to actually lower myself down to the ground now instead of just letting go and hurting my units. Whatever. So I get. I lower myself down to the ground, and I'm like in pain. I you know the world's closing in, and they're like they blow the whistle, whatever. And I vaguely remember someone trying to give me cold water. Now, if you give me cold water, I would have thrown up right there. So I'm like, I remember saying warm water or just you know whatever. They gave me just a regular bottle of water. And then I kind of blacked out for a little while. <laughs> and when everything started coming back, suddenly I was still on the same – I was on a, on a cooler, sitting on a cooler. Mm-hmm. And I was still sitting on the cooler, but my beverage had been replaced with like a chocolate after workout shake yeah. thing. Uh-huh. But – yeah, I don't know how I got that, <laughs> <laughs> nor how long I'd been sitting there. Did you try to find out? Um, no, <laughs> I waited because I was like, okay, because I'd, I'd obviously had some because there was I apparently spilled some on myself too. <laughs> um, so yeah, there was a period of total, you know, check out for a route there. Wow, <laughs> but it was it was good. I, I won, I won nice. that too. So congrats. that was yeah, congrats. Yeah. That was that was fun. So did you get a prize? I don't know. They haven't revealed yet. I won what? the most points. We got points, okay. but they wouldn't tell us what the points were for. And I won the most points because we also had the fishing competition, and I, I caught a shark. Nice. It was a nurse shark, but I caught yeah. a shark. Cool. Uh, while uh, Fish and Kahuna were diving for lobster, which is not a code name, but really were diving for lobster. Right. So we had, like, surf and turf that night. Oh, so good. The food was phenomenal. Anyhow, um, so it seems like, yeah, our, our, our recording schedule is off and everything, but, you know, We've been playing. I've been playing. Not not as much as I should be playing, but I've been playing. And, yeah, um, it's a huge sense of accomplishment for me to get uh, Deathwing out of the way. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because I wanted to do that. And like I said before, like I said in past episodes, it's not about the loot, although that was cool getting that gear. Mm-hmm. But it's not about that because I know 
as soon as the pandas hit, I'm going to get some cool little panda hat that's ten times better. Well, yeah, but if you get something that looks really cool. Oh, it looks cool. You can always keep that. Yeah. You can just transmog. You transmog it. Yep, yeah, that's what it's all about now is the whole transmog thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's that's it. That's all I've done uh, in the world of Warcraft this week. So, yeah. Now it's time for email questions. You, too, can have your email read and answered by the HearthCast crew by emailing your questions, comments, shout-outs, or greetings to contribute at HearthCast.com. We have an email here from GrimTac over on the BlackRock server. And GrimTac says, Just found your podcast, and I think it is great. Thank you. I just started WoW and was wondering if there was a good add-on to help level quicker. Or what's the fastest way to level? Is it dungeons or questing? Um, well, of course, I'm going to default and say Zyger Guides. Sure. Um, Which is not a free add-on. It's not. However, it is so worth it. Uh, if you don't want to do that, then there's Quest Helper, Tom Tom, all those kind of mm-hmm. things. But none of them do the same level uh, that Zyger Guides does. Mm-hmm. Um, well worth the money. Um, of course, you know, I would say the other quickest way to level now would just be to refer a friend or, you know, start over and get an instant 80. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know, no, you've had to have it, had to have already had an active account. Yeah, so eh, whatever. Um, yeah. Different credit card. <laughs> just saying. Um, <laughs> what? Different credit card, just saying. Different credit card for what? Uh, for, your, for your 80. You could refer yourself. <laughs> for From what? Oh, it's right. Oh, it's, right. it's resurrect. Scroll or resurrect. Yeah. yeah. Now, my, my hubby is actually qualify for that so you might do it he's been gone mm, long enough cool that's neat you get um, a free transfer yeah true that yeah and name change to one of the guys upstairs is doing it nice. um so it's cool but are you getting them out no nah, i'm not doing it um yeah the snake's doing it uh, okay. so I, I don't get involved on the well mumbo the fastest way to level um Zyger guys. other than Zyger guides dungeons. between dungeons or leveling oh dungeons 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 mm. well I guess there's a couple of factors, in my opinion. For one thing, if you're DPS and you don't do heals or tanks, it will take you a lot longer to get in the queue. So you spend a lot of time waiting around. Um, also, if you're new to WoW, depending on how new you are to MMOs and in gaming in general, um, being able to get thrown into a group and do sufficient DPS or sufficient healing or tanking is a lot harder than the skill it takes just to be able to do the quest. You thought about this answer longer than I did, obviously. Oh, so. obviously. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dungeons, whatever. I know for myself, when I first started playing WoW. Yeah, you're right. If I were to be thrown into a group, I'd just get screamed at and I'd cry and I'd leave. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're a healer. Yeah. Learns to heal, no. So you Yeah, know, you're right. You know, yeah. you, you may have some, some credence depends. to that. Now, for me, going back and making alts, for the most part, yeah, dungeons are easier because I know the dungeons for the most part. You know, I know the classes, I know how the things work. And most people who are in the who are leveling lower characters, sad to say, but they expect you to already be an expert at the game they because do. a lot of yeah. them are they alts. have eighties yeah. and they have alts. So it just just depends on what you're comfortable with. I mean, they've they've made the leveling process a lot faster than it used to be. Oh, a lot faster. It's a ton faster. When, If you remember when we did the Zygergeist experiment, mm-hmm. uh, I was leveling alongside of Darkflib, mm-hmm. who was not using Zygergeist. And after, I don't know, two weeks maybe, uh, he he kind of bowed out of the competition because I, yeah. I was just, it was there was no competition. Right. Um, so 
when you take the old adage from the goblins of time is money, mm-hmm. um, the money you spend on Zyger guides is like, what, 25 35 bucks, is so well worth it uh, if you're going to level. Right. Um, you You learn a lot of stuff. Because, mm-hmm. you know, just because you're leveling and you level so much faster, it takes you to where you're going to get the most experience. Yeah. And it gets you through it fast. So if you're just trying to get to end game the fastest way, spend the money on Zagre Guides. That's what I would do. And there's other stuff in game, too, that help you buy in the Adventurer's Journal. Yeah. Those can, can give you extra experience. And if you ever um, notice that there is a holiday happening... Do the holiday stuff. Those actually give you quite a lot of experience. Yeah, you get some bonus stuff. And some there. of them will give you bonuses. I think there's one that's coming up. The It might not be till summer, but if you do certain things, they'll give you um, bonus XP rate. So watch out for things like that. Um, if it's your first account, I mean, unfortunately, you can't really do much in the way of heirlooms. Yeah, you're not going to be able to yeah. at all. can't even have them give them to you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the other thing you could do is uh, find a good guild who oh, who would be willing to you know help you level through you know dungeons and stuff. Yeah, and that's really important too because especially if they're an established guild, all the guild perks will help out a lot. Yeah, oh man, yeah, because yeah. you, you level you can faster, move faster, you level right. faster, you get rep faster. Everything's faster. I mean, especially stuff. if you get a, if you get with a good guild that would take you on pretty much just a gear run. Where they run you through an instance and they just they kill everything and you just loot everything, and you will get every piece of gear that drops is yours, well that you can use, right? Uh, but you don't have to roll against anybody, so you have the opportunity to win a ton more stuff through that. Uh, so, yeah, I mean that that's cool, definitely cool. Yeah. I like it. Um, if you're wondering how to get the Zyre guides, just visit hearthcast.com. We'll, we have a, a link up there. You can get the Zyre guides directly from our site, and right. uh, that might help you out a little bit there. All right, so hopefully that helps the Grim Tag. Um, we also have an email from our very own KFE. Kung, Kung Fu Elvis. Elvis. And Kung Fu Elvis says, hey, guys, just thought I would let you know about icy-veins.com. Icy Veins. Icy Veins. I know you talk about Noxic and other WoW-related sites, so I thought you might like this one, too. Keep up the great job on the podcast. And then it says, for the horde. No, i got to do the deep voice. Oh, sorry. For the horde. Not that one? You didn't want Deathwing Just to do, do it? do like your normal deep For the horde. There you go. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Freckleface. It's okay, Deathwing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Icy Veins, basically, this is straight from their house. Yeah, I went over to, I mean, they're about us. I went to their website, checked them out. It's basically a guide site. Um, they don't have everything yet. It's new, brand new. They don't have everything there yet. Like, they had no guides for warlocks, of all things. However, I'm still going to talk about them because, you know, it's a cool thing. So what they say is uh, the site has been designed and is maintained by two World of Warcraft enthusiasts who feel that good guides for the game are unfortunately too rare and can almost never be all found at the same place. So they're saying, you know, the guides are all scattered around. So they kind of put everything together. They're trying to fill that gap by providing a centralized resource where up-to-date, well-written and correct guides can be found. The quality of our guides come from extensive research and experiments we indulge in, as well as from the amount of work we put into structuring and writing these guides. So I poked around at some of their guides, some of the uh, uh, the dailies, the guides they had for uh, Firelands, and because I wanted to look at something that I already had already done and knew how to do. And um, their guides for Firelands are, are spot on. I mean, it tells you step-by-step step what to do, 
where to do it, what to loot, what not to waste your time with, what sells better on the auction house when you loot. So they're not just concerned about, hey, here's the quickest way for you to get done with this daily. They're also concerned about what is the best thing for you to do while you are doing the dailies, which I thought was pretty cool. Are you talking about the Molten Front dailies or the Raid Firelands? I guess the Molten Front dailies. Okay. It's a dailies, guys, of Fireland. Okay. I, always, yeah, I always call that thing the wrong thing, yeah. but whatever. Um, so yeah, that's icy-veins.com. Uh, I dropped them an email. We'll see if they respond just to see if they wanted to, you know, pony up a little bit or do something with us and them and, you know, do all that fun stuff. So we will keep you guys informed about that. Uh, we do have another email and it's from brought to you by reduce the Cause it really is from reduce the lag. So I can say that there. <laughs> All right. He says, it's funny how popular the 64-bit client has been. It's not even officially released yet, and people are acting like their world of Warcraft depends on it. Luckily, we'd already started working on it. It's not just a simple change. Yeah, so they're having a 64-bit version of the Reduce the Lag client come out. So it works in conjunction with the 64-bit version of WoW. And people are already, you know, they're, they're wanting it. They're chomping at the bit. And so these people are like, you know, it's not just... You know, it's not like it's not like when you go to uh, compile your code. It's not like you just you know checking a little checkbox that goes sixty four bit. It's not. It's not like mm-hmm. that. It's a whole different story. So, yeah, we'll keep you guys uh, up to date on when the sixty four bit client's coming out because uh, we'll be announcing it here soon as it's available. But they continue. Says, anyways, I thought I would give you some more info regarding Hind's issue with his ISP. Hind is getting Hind love from Reduce the Lag, who are Australian, by the way. So there's some international Australian Canadian stuff going on. Well, it's it's global. Hind love is global. All right. So Hind's issue with his ISP, he says we see a lot of it actually. It's usually because ISPs throttle the connections on huge ranges of ports to prevent people from downloading P2P data or torrents too quickly. Unfortunately, they do no research or don't care and end up rate limiting things like WoW. Roger's Cable is pretty infamous for it. This is why we used ports different to WoWs, but just in case, in our members area, we have an advanced section where you can change the port number that RTL will use. There's 10 different options there, but it usually only takes a couple of tries to find a port that works well for them. Now, Hen has been using Reduce a Lag, and he did tell me that it seems to have worked. Okay. Um, what works even better than that, which is not, no, not a slam against Reduce a Lag at all, is that uh, the Canadian government came out and they said, y'all stop doing that. Hmm. So they went right up to all, I guess, all the ISPs and were like... Them Canadians. I know. They're 20, $25 babies. <laughs> well, they're, they're no longer allowing the ISPs to throttle said connections. So, um, although Hen's still going to continue to use the reducer lag. I mean, I've told you before, I use it all the time. Because once you install that thing, you, you set it and forget it. There's no configuring. I mean, yeah, there's some advanced options. Like you were saying, there you can go change the port numbers around. I don't worry about it. it just It's there. It runs. I never touch it. When WoW connects, it connects through reduce the lag, and that's it. I don't see it. I don't. I don't launch it. There's nothing to do. So you kind of set it and forget it. What I liked, and we, I mentioned this a couple uh, podcasts ago, when we had multiple multiples upstairs, we were playing WoW, and guys were like lagging out a little bit. I was fine, and we have a really good connection here at Riptide. 
And I was like, ha ha, you know, guys. And uh, so you're like, stand by what? I'm like, don't worry about it. So, yeah, so I, I highly recommend reduce a lag, uh, especially like PVPers or in a household that has multiple people. Like, say, for instance, uh, your household mm-hmm. with you and, and Canon Do you have multiple face. people? Well, multiple people who play WoW. Oh, true. I should have said. Um, you know, so I kind of wonder if, if Hind and Chariot. Yeah, hmm. maybe. That's, that's a, that's a, hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> no, but, I mean, it would be kind of cool to see uh, maybe maybe uh, maybe Canonface can pick a copy up of it and see if it works and see if it helps. Yeah, see it back in well. Well, you got that Scroll of Resurrection thing now. That's true. So, what's going to happen there? So there you go. That wraps up go. our email. If you guys want to email us, you can do so. Contribute at hearthcast.com. We'll get it on the show for you. Today's totally tantalizing topic. Five quirky things to explore in WoW. Brought to you by ReduceTheLag.com. Quirky things to do in WoW. Quirky things. Quirky. I didn't really know how else to categorize it because some of them are creepy. Some of them are funny. Um... Some of them just a little odd. So. I might have a bonus story to throw in Ooh, here once you're done. Might okay. Um, yeah, I do have one. You do. Yeah. Okay. Because I just scroll through here, but yeah. Okay. So what do you got? These quirky things you can do in WoW. Right. Um. Have you ever been to Stranglethorn Vale and seen there's a huge whirlpool? Yeah. Have you ever tried to jump in there? No. If you do, you'll die. Well, that's a good reason not to. <laughs> well, you think I've done it a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. Why? It's fun. Were you like, it's, well, maybe I won't die this yeah. time? Okay. You know the definition of insanity, oh, right? Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, now, there is a similar-looking whirlpool in Darkshore. Okay. Now, when you look on the map, you'll see two little caves right next to each other. In which map? Where? In, in Darkshore. Okay, in Darkshore. Yeah. I'd just go toward that. You'll see it. It's this huge whirlpool. But the difference is, if you jump in this one, not only will you not die... You'll see a cinematic. You'll get sucked underneath into this place um, underground. And there'll be a couple NPCs there. And one of them you can kill. And when you kill him, he'll drop an object that will start a quest that you can turn in and get an achievement of all things. Do what? Yeah. What's the achievement? Ah, I forgot it. (laughs) But basically it's this... um, Wasted 20 minutes of your life. No, it's it's a night elf that was doing some demon What level research. is the guy? Is he easy kill? He's like 12. Oh. level 12. So you like one shot. And then him. you turn into like, and they, basically the night elves are all embarrassed for, because he was supposed to be put away. And apparently this is like the ghost of the guy because he'd been dead. And they said, it's oh. dark shore. Yeah. I'm going to go do this. Yeah, it's cool. And they said, oh, you're lucky that you didn't meet him full force. It's only a fraction of what he was. Ooh. That's pretty cool. You another, like, this this awesomest place ever. Okay, Mulgore. Mulgore. If you look on the map, they're a northwestern corner. Okay. It's a plateau. All right. You cannot get there by walking. You have to fly. fly. Critters with weapons. What? Who fight each other. No way. They chase each other around. It's like rabbits and and mice who are at war with these prairie dogs. What? I have some crazy screenshots of, like, a prairie dog... (laughs) With a knife in its mouth, fighting a mice that's got um, a skeleton helmet and a shotgun. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And I used my critter bite, so I like had to come and like follow me around. In in full. Yeah. Armor and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Oh no way! That's cool. Yeah. 
And this is in exactly. where's Mulgore? Where's Mulgore? It is in the little zone where Thunder Bluff is. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So if you look on the map, it's the northwestern corner. Yeah. It's this little it's like section off place. We should like see it. um maybe tonight or tomorrow. We should go there. Mm-hmm. You could have a cool picnic there. Yeah, you could. With critters all running around mm-hmm. crazy. Speaking of picnics, there's another place in Tears Fall Glades. I thought that was Tristfall Glades. Tristfall? I don't know. No, it's Tearsfall. There's there's an eye there. There's two eyes. Okay. Uh, if you look on the map, you, you have to go over some mountains, and then there's a lake, and there's a little island on the lake. And when you look, there is an umbrella. What? Yeah. An umbrella set up. And the umbrella is designed with these fishing icons all around. It looks just like the icon that you press to cast a fish. Okay. But that's what the umbrella is printed with and some other stuff. And then there's a skeleton right next to it on the ground. <laughs> With the knife coming out of him. Nice. I don't know what that was about. I mean, that would... Yeah. Someone bucking for a promotion. That, that's what that was. I don't know. Um, and in a grand, there is an orphanage. Oh. A dubious orphanage. Dubious? Mm. Why is it dubious? The NPC has several children around her. Mm. Children of all different races and babies. I thought you were going to make a Coney 2012 reference right there. No. Okay. But the thing is, there's also a large boiling pot. Ah. And there's also several cages with, like, baby skeletons. It's like a Hansel and Gretel thing. Yeah. Ah. (laughs) So weird. She doesn't do anything. doesn't give any quest. She did cooking babies. Just cooking and eating babies. She's cooking and eating babies. Yeah. Ah. I don't know where she's getting them. Uh-huh. Maybe she's a licensed um, daycare professional and just actually just stealing the babies and eating them. I don't know. I know, she, I know no. where she gets what? I know where she gets I know where she gets Where's she gets From dingoes. From dingoes. From dingoes. A dingo stole my baby. There's no dingoes in WoW. A dingo stole my baby. <laughs> that's what happens when you don't adopt an orphan during Children's Week. Uh, oh! <laughs> that's, oh. <laughs> that's funny. All right, and this goes into the creepy territory. Ooh, I've done this one before. Oh, you've done I have not. Yeah. Okay, apparently if you go into the throne room at Undercity... And by throne room, I do not mean the royal quarter. Right. I mean, like, the throne that's... It's really in the ruins of Lordaeron. More yes. than the actual yeah, 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 You turn all your volume down except for your ambiance sounds. And you turn that all the way up. All the way up. And if you get as close to throne as you can, or you actually sit on it, you will hear dialogue between Arthas and his father before he killed him. Mm-hmm. It's really creepy. Mm-hmm. Side note, going around Undercity with just the ambiance sounds is extremely creepy. That's how I have it. Really? No, I guess I have music in there, too. I forget. Like, no, no sound no, effects, no music, just ambiance, and then you just hear the the whooshing ghost noises and, like, the slime, and that's it? Oh, no, no. I have some ambiance, yeah, too, and some sounds. You know, whenever, because I'm over there right now because I'm trying to do the last stupid daily fit, daily uh, cooking quest that I oh, have to do true. over there. You have to wait for a certain one to come out. Yeah, and uh, it always reminds me when I walk around of of Halloween Horror Nights here in Orlando at Universal Studios. Oh. So just, uh, you like to go to that? I do. I get a good deal. So deeper in Tram, have you ever noticed what you see when you take the it between water. Storm and... Uh, yeah. yeah, have you ever thought about why? There's... There... I figured you're going underneath the continent. No, that's not why. Oh. I read somewhere there was supposed to be something else. Like it was supposed to connect you like all over the place. It and was. It was it. supposed to connect Stormwind and Darnassus. 
So that would have had to be underwater. <laughs> so that bothered me for years. Like, why are there mermaids? Yeah. I'm going from Ironford to Stormont. It's land. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But that's why. And but of course, now they have the boat that goes from Stormont to Dinosaurs. True. I don't know why they didn't change it. I they thought it was supposed to did. go like all over the place and they just didn't complete well, it. Well, that something. particular tram was supposed to go between Stormont and Darnassus. Mm, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why they put the, the underwater things there. Have you ever visited the crypt underneath Kara? No, but I think um, Carnage told us about it. Oh. It's super creepy. I watched I a video of it. I tried to get in. It didn't work. Yeah, I think you have to do something really crazy to get into it. You got to like jump through a wall or something. I watched a video on YouTube of somebody going to this certain corner of Zolgrub. Yeah. And falling through the earth. Right? Yeah, but yeah. like mounting when you're under a corner. I tried that yeah. for a few minutes. It didn't work. And then someone else told me if I duel a warlock and they fear you, the fear will push you past the gate. Well, let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go check it. it out. Yeah. But that place is supposed to be um, another part of the Raid to Kara. It just never got finished. Um, the so, crypts, yeah. Yeah, super creepy, though. There's the room of upside-down centers. Yeah. There's people yeah, hanging yeah, underwater yeah, with chains yeah, yeah. and the heartbeat. Yeah. It's crazy. About uh, two weeks ago, maybe a week ago, week and a half ago, I don't know if it was what it was, um, there was an entire list of like things you didn't know about WoW. Right. Did you read that? On the MMO thread? Yeah. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, that was like some yeah. Of that was that was a great list. Some of them were pretty outdated. Yeah, and I actually went back and I have tested every every one of these Ooh. that I've yeah these mentioned. are legit. Yeah, because there was there was some stuff that that was mentioned on that thread. Like you can still see this or that that has been removed. Right, they fixed it. So. They, had, they they had links like it used to be able to do this, but now you can't because they yeah. fixed it. They had stuff yeah. like that, but that was a good list. I yeah. liked it. Now the bonus one is funny. Okay. Um. This all started because an acronym came across our desks upstairs. ERP. Okay. And in the business world, it means like enterprise resource planning. Okay. Yeah, but I'm like, because I looked on like ERP. I was like, hey, and to some other guy, I'm like, what's ERP mean to you? He's like, enterprise resource planning. I'm like, all right, cool. He goes, wait, what's it mean to you? I was like, erotic role play. What? <laughs> and it, same reaction he had. How about that? Okay. <laughs> He's like, what? And so that got me talking to Kung Fu Elvis about ERP servers. Did you go into Moongar? I did not. I but did. But KFE did. <laughs> and so I told do you know where to go? Yeah, I right, went Stormwind there. down yeah. to Goldshire into the first, yeah, into the little with the inn down there. Yeah, let me tell you about my experience. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> Kung Fu's been scarred for life. <laughs> no, just a couple of people tried to whisper me, but they're just like, hey. And hey. I ignored it. Uh, hey. Um, what, what, what class? Race? Um, warlock, human. Race? Female. Uh, okay. Human? Yeah. 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 People don't like the humans. That's why. Why? You have a drain eye. How am I supposed to run from drain eye? <laughs> People do. We'd be like, give me a port. Then they will. <laughs> do you go dance on the tables? Actually, what I saw more than anything else was just piles of corpses. Maybe someone raided the place. <laughs> I don't know. I think so. <laughs> I think maybe some horde came in, but yeah, a whole bunch of <laughs> dead gnomes. And Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I was just surprised at how crowded that place was. I mean, you can go into Goldshire, any yeah, other like nobody's server, there. nobody's there. Right. Well, even in Goldshire, there's nobody there. And so you get into the inn, and then it's just it's like it's 30 packed. people. Like, every chair, someone's sitting in it. 
You go down in the <laughs> cellar, someone's staying there in their undies, you go upstairs. <laughs> There's like two people on a bed. It's hey, really hey, weird. Were, were they were they opposite uh tune sexes? Uh yeah. Yeah, sometimes they're not. It's awkward. <laughs> and then people just stand around watching is even more awkward. Especially because you can't really see you just you're, yeah, you're watching. It, only if they're emoting out loud, or was that making sense? <laughs> yeah, I don't you mean if they're using the emotes. Yeah. <laughs> or say. I think you can probably get banned for that crap, though. Not a Moonglade. Not a Moonglade. <laughs> Moonguard. Moonguard. Yeah, Moonguard. Yeah, you sat there. Um, Yeah, that's the bonus one. Kung Fu was funny because afterwards you're like, I thought you were kidding. I took screenshots. I have to post them up. Of Moonguard? Yeah. Oh, that's. that's uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, poor KFE he thought I was kidding. He's like, I thought you were kidding about it. I'm like, no, nah, dude. Nah. <laughs> Who would kid about ERP? No one kids about that. No. No. Sheesh. <laughs> All right, so that's cool. Those those are some things you can check out on, on WoW. Not 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 Moon not Moonguard, but those other things yeah, you mentioned. The, the quirky mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um and we'll put a link up to that that list so people can read that. Uh so God, yeah, thanks for that. That was cool. House Junkies, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world of Warcraft gold making podcasts with Cole of Cole's Gold Factory. I made 35k selling nothing but fortune cards all in one night. West of Cap by Cata. Why, why are we drinking beer again? And Hagor of Cole's Basement. Hagor, why are you talking to us? Find us at auctionhousejunkies.com. Buy, sell, craft, and loot. So, Frackleface. So, Root. Uh, episode 25 of Auction House Junkies, a.k.a. Wes Needs to Learn to Mute His Microphone Properly episode. Okay. Um, yeah. If there was a – you know, I have little pet peeve rules about podcasting. Like, you don't eat on the podcast. Right. You don't type with your with them, you know. Right. <laughs> There's just things you don't do. Yeah, Wes broke all of them. Oh. Uh, <laughs> But they did have some really decent information. They were reviewing the remote auction house, and they did a pretty darn good job on it. Save um, some some things that I want. I just want to clear up a little. They did a really good job, but they kind of uh, fumbled a little, shall we say, on on what uh, the abilities that the droid has with the remote auction house. Um, apparently, their experience with the uh, droid phone, the Android uh, phone platform. Uh, was very early on in the remote auction house. And so they were kind of discounting it, like, no, I would never go back to it. And so I just wanted to kind of, you know, give some props, because I do use remote auction house mm-hmm. on my droid. Me too. And they're, like the first thing they said, uh, which was incorrect, and I don't want to, this is not a, a an auction house junkies bashing, except for maybe the stuff that Wes did. <laughs> but the, the, because the information was solid. They just... They did not have an Android device to talk about, so they talked about past experience, which, you know, we're just going to, you know. Clarify. Thank you. That's the mm-hmm. word I was looking for. Um, first of all, if you have the Blizzard Authenticator installed on your Android device and you log into the remote auction house, it does use your Authenticator. Yes. I still ask you for your password every time, which is super annoying to me. Yeah, when you first log in, I'll ask you for your password, but then it'll, it'll authenticate. It'll use your authenticator and authenticate you. I like that. No, not when I first log in. Like every time I use it, not mine. And ask for my password. You must have something. I don't know. We'll I look don't at like your it. settings later okay. because yeah. mine doesn't do that. Because mine does, <laughs> and I have one of these complicated passwords yeah. on purpose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you, yeah. 
Um, but it does import your um, authenticator token. Yes. So that was one thing they were, they were kind of complaining about. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, um, you can post uh, singles or multiples. Uh, so I can post, like if I have a, a stack of 20, mm-hmm. I can post one stack of 20 or 20 stacks of one or any Two derivative. Of yeah, you need derivative of that. Three stacks of seven. Right. No. Yes, you can. Nice. No, you can't do three stacks of seven. So what you do math on me, woman? <laughs> See if you're awake. Yeah. What? See if you're I'll awake. I'll see if I'm awake. Okay. Um, now, they might have clarified a little bit of that in the end of the episode where they were saying that they were they were saying, like, if you had um, 20 stacks of 20, you could not put the 20 up there, you know. So multiple big stacks is what I think they were trying to say you could not do. Um, I think they try to clarify that at the end. The other thing that it does they, that they said it doesn't do is when you post an auction um, on either the Horde or Neutral or Alliance, whatever auction house you're posting on, after you post, it does return you to the place in the list where you left off. It doesn't take you to the top of the list. It might have done it a long time ago, but it doesn't do that anymore. Um, so, yeah, these little annoyances that they were saying that they were having with the Android version of the remote auction house aren't there. So I don't want to dissuade anybody from using uh, the Android version of the remote auction house. Right. And the stacks, I mean, you have a stack size box that you can type in. Mm -hmm. You have a total stacks box you can type in. Both of those have a max button. So even if one of the default is I can change the stacks to max if I want to be able to do as many as possible, I'll do one, one stack size or 20 stacks where I can max the other way around and then I'll do right because and they'll say creating auction one of 32 right. or 33 right. or whatever so, you know we'll just keep on going um I have found that here recently I'm starting to use my remote auction house a little more I got kind of got away from it for a while um I kind of got away from the auction house in general for a while and I think I'm just I'm, I don't know I'm the kind of guy who I, I, I tend to focus on one part of the game I think yeah and I have a hard time going, okay, this is, like, right now, I'm not even doing dailies. Like, I'm barely getting my daily in for my Still cooking. Still done with dailies. Yeah, but I want to get that cooking thing. <laughs> and then well, I, are you going for the chef title? Not nah, if it comes, you know. So what's the point? Because I want, because it, it's the thing I have to fill up. <laughs> There's a bar. I say, if you're going to go for a cooking thing, go for the chef title. Well, I've got one more to do for. for chef root. Chef root. I like Root the Destroyer's End. Well. (laughs) Wait, I prefer Root the Destroyer's End. You really would like that title, wouldn't you, Root? Yeah, I would. What are you still doing here? I'm just hanging out. Don't have anything else to do. Poor Deathwing. Yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah, so, I mean, I'm just, I, I don't know. I just get into, like, one little aspect of the game. Like, right now, I was, like, really into the progression rating. Still am. Still going to go back and do it again because I really want to get the second part. Because our first part of the progression rating we have on, on, on not autopilot, but we get through it. So I want to do that to the second part. But, um, I don't know. I find myself now just using a remote auction house a little more. I want to have just a little bit of spare time just to poke around and see what's going on. I would really hope that Blizzard will expand on their mobile app. And different things you can do within the mobile app. What would you like to see them be able to do? Um, basic crafting oh. is what I'd like to see. Mm-hmm. 
if I have um, a cooking, you know, if I get the stuff for a recipe, I should be able to cook the recipe here, wherever I'm at, on the uh, train, on a plane, as long as I have internet access. I can see that. Um, so, yeah, I would like to see crafting skills move to the to a mobile platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't mind fishing. Because you, like, with accelerometers now on the phones, uh-huh. you'd be like, you could actually physically cast, <laughs> and you, as long as you don't throw your phone, to be okay. But, um, yeah, like, I wouldn't mind see fishing on there yeah. as well. I mean, they have Same. fishing games that people play all the time on their on their phones. Oh, Why true. not, you know, you know, capture that with the... Uh, with the World of Warcraft audience, sure. um, I, I've always said before, and we talked about this with um, uh, BRK before, Big Red Kitty. We said mm-hmm. we wanted. Would you like something to be raid ready? So if I want to get my stuff from my cauldrons or my feasts or whatever, if I want to be raid ready that night, I should be able to jump on my my mobile platform, whether it be web based, iPad, iPhone, Android, smartphone, whatever, and get my character. Raid ready for the night. That's what I like. Hmm. And crafts. I like crafting. You know, because it'd be kind of cool. Now, they could. This would be kind of neat. That'd be fun. I mean, geez, I should be in their department. If you... <laughs> geocaching. Are you familiar with geocaching? Somewhat. I haven't uh, done it. All right. Well, you, you know, you move around. You get the X, Y coordinates. You get, you know, you go to places. People leave stuff, whatever. You could actually have a form of, wow, follow me through this. Archaeology. Okay. With geocaching, IRL. Okay. To so be like, you could get a place and like you hit a little button and you maybe walk a couple of feet, hit a button, <laughs> and you end up at Starbucks. You know. <laughs> and the, well, no, think about it. Think about the corporate sponsorship now. True. All right. If you are if you are doing quote unquote real world archaeology, you end up at a Starbucks, and you get some archaeology points from Wow for ending up at Starbucks. There might be a good chance you buy yourself a, a, a red eye from from there. And so now Starbucks makes money. So yeah, long story short, with uh, with auction house junkies, they, they go listen to episode twenty five if you want to know a whole bunch more about the remote auction house mm-hmm. and why you should be using it. And just remember that when they start dogging and downplaying the 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 application on the Android device, just ignore that part. That's you won't be able to ignore Wes eating in the microphone or going. Can you hear me? Can you guys hear me? Can you hear me? What is he eating? Sandwich. And then drink it, and then cleaning his trash up. Yeah, I'm like, dude. Actually, I said like, what was he eating? Like, I could think of the worst thing, but I don't really know what would be acceptable eating. Maybe pudding. No, because then it would make that that that. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. That was not me eating. No, you you yeah, that was an analog of somebody making that sound with pudding, apparently. <laughs> so. Wait, an analog? Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry, I'm using big words. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so go check out Auction House Junkies. Junkies. <laughs> <laughs> I think that episode was Auction House Jankies. Oh, all janky. All janky. Yeah, a little shout out to Rob there. Yeah. Yeah, I still don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> go listen to episode 25 of Auction House Junkies and you'll know okay. what janky means. Definition of it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. If you're going to survive Azeroth, you better bring your A-game. You better be ready. You better listen to the insights of Demonic Rick. Hi, everybody. Demonic Rick here. Rude expressed a little bit of frustration and pain and suffering and anguish, depression, sadness 
about switching targets and targeting certain creatures in Dragon Soul. Well, this week, Root, I have a tip for you as well as all the other listeners. So grab your pen and paper and jot down these notes. Now for me, being visually impaired, sometimes I have troubles seeing the creature and being able to target it fast enough before something really bad is about to happen, and then the raid wipes. So I had to find ways to adjust so then that didn't happen. I figured out targeting macros. Macros are amazing in general, and if you know how to use them, it can be a great tool. Now, for me personally, to help me switch targets really fast in Dragon Soul, I've taken advantage of a couple quick macros. Now, what I did with one of my abilities, which is just as simple as doing slash cast, the ability that you want to link the macro with, hit enter, then write slash target, and then write the target that you have troubles switching targets to really fast. Now, make sure that you have a space in between the target and the word of the name of the creature that you're trying to target. And of course, make sure that spelling is correct or it won't work. Now this is what my macro looks like on my warlock, just for an example. Slash cast, fell fire. Slash target, mana void. Slash target, twilight sapper. Slash target, burning tendon. Slash target, elementium bolt. So yes, you can actually have several targets in one macro. You just have to remember that the targets will be sequential. So. The target that you will see on the screen that you're targeting will be the last one in the list. And if that target is not actually in your vicinity, it will skip to the next one. If you don't know how to spell the name of your target, you can check WoW Wiki, WoW Head, or the Dungeon Journal. But also, you can write a simple slash target mana, and it'll still target the mana void. This just means that all you have to do is start off the spelling, and World of Warcraft will do the rest for you. A couple other targeting ideas for you would be slash target focus and slash target last target, all one word. And for pet users like hunters and warlocks and DKs, slash pet attack, all one word, allows you to quickly switch your pet's target from one to the one that you're targeting a lot faster than using the pet assist feature, which technically already does do that but only after 5 to 10 seconds, so there's a delay. So that 5 to 10 seconds is a loss in DPS in some cases, which can maybe be the difference between a wipe and a win. Now for a more extensive list on macros and combinations for macros, you can check out Noxic's page, noxic.com. I would highly recommend them. Or you can check out Wowhead's page on macros. Now I hope this segment educated you on being an elite hacksaw, as well as helping shave that extra little second off switching your targets. Now if you have any questions for me, you can tweet me out at Richard underscore Harlow. And you can also check out my YouTube channel at Ricardo Harlow. Now I'll catch you guys later, but I want you to remember that Frothborn hungers because he's kind of obese, okay? Yes, he's been gaining a little extra weight around the edge, and I kind of have 
asthma. Leave the voice thing alone. Now, that's not me saying that. That's, that's the Lich King. I record that in Ice Crown Citadel last raid with Hearthgas. Demonic Rick, you and I have to speak. Come see me. If you dare. Deathwing? Jeez. Leave the poor guy alone. <laughs> that, yeah, we appreciate And you know what? It's really weird because I don't have that exact macro that he talked about, but I'm going to now go and incorporate it. Mm-hmm. I had like different ones set up for uh, the Elementium Bolt, the tendons, just a different stuff that I was, that I was having a, an issue targeting. And I got to tell you, man, um, it helped. I know it helped. I know it helped me a lot just because of the fact that, you know, we, we made it. <laughs> but I was able to quickly switch um, when I needed to switch my targets. And I didn't have to worry about it. So I really, I liked that. Plus, there's a thing called, like, the G. I don't know if you know about the G, but the G, like, was was targeting stuff for me, too. So I thought that was cool. Step into the dark. Peer into the very depths of your soul. Walk with us, if you dare, into the corner of carnage. Dark Moon Fair. Now, this gold tip does take a little work, and it is based on how much the consumer is willing to pay, but is very worth it in the long run. The Dungeon Set 2 lookalike gear from the Dark Moon Fair is bind on equip. When you have the tokens to buy a piece, try and post on the WoW forums or trade chat that you are selling a set piece. I was able to sell the Paladin lookalike helm for 7,000 gold last Dark Moon Fair. Wow. That's cool. For the best in WoW PvP videos, be sure to check out youtube.com slash carnage1320. You're in the hot seat. Freckle face. Rude. Am I really in the hot seat? No. This okay. is that lukewarm seat. Okay. Um, I guess we need to give a little fair warning that you being in the hot seat doesn't mean ask Freckle face the raunchiest questions you can ask. In hopes that you'll embarrass her, uh, because despite you know, um, I guess rumor, I do have a filter, you know? <laughs> and we do have a quality assurance and quality control mechanism, and I'm not going to put things on the show that get asked. Um, so even if you send it to contribute or her directly, you know, <laughs> there are limits to what we will do. We are a family show. But we did get a couple that I wanted to at least respond to, even if their question itself did not make it on the air. Yes. So you guys, everybody else out there can just have to guess at what the question was, because I'm not going to ask it. So, Marius, you don't need another reason for low DPS. <laughs> you don't. No, no, no. you don't. No. <laughs> That's what will happen there. Yeah. yeah. And Dragoth... You need to cast Banish, Vanish, or Feign Death if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is I know the questions I asked. <laughs> That's all we're going to say about that. That is it. That really is it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, that about does it for episode 110. <laughs> uh, you can be part of next week's show, episode number 111, by sending in your questions, comments, or any other feedback by using our website submission form at hearthcast.com. 
You can email us at contribute to hearthcast.com. You can call our Hearthcast hotline at 407-520-5342, and that will just go straight to voicemail. It'll send me an MP3, and we'll put that on the air. You can send us a post via Facebook, facebook.com forward slash hearthcast, or you can tweet us at hearthcast, at hearthcastfreck, at hearthcastroot, and just be sure to use the hashtag hearthcast. We'd again like to thank our sponsors, Riptide Software, Reduce the Lag, and Sysdom.com. Hearthcast is part of the Ego Podcasting Network. For more quality podcasts, check out egonetworks.com. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for hearthcast.com. Thanks for listening to